Time to grab a snack, pull up a chair, and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and I am all alone in my office. Why, do you ask? Um, because, for whatever reason, last night when we recorded our brand new episode, the intro got cut off. I'm not sure how that happened or why that happened. I did see a bit of a flat battery going on towards the end, so maybe that had something to do with it. But um, this episode just missed the intro. So, uh, just to kind of catch you up on what's going on when the episode starts... Um, I pretty much just did the intro that you guys all know, and I was asking Tina and Nick about their New Year's and Christmas, and so I think we kind of lost a little bit of that, um, and then we kind of dive into the news. So that's pretty much all you missed. Uh, it's not a huge deal, but I thought it's right, better to have an explanation than to not know what you're getting into when the show just starts randomly. Um, this is also our 50th episode, which is very, very cool, and it's so big, I think it's going to be split into two parts. We recorded for about three and a bit, probably three and a quarter hours, I think, in the end, maybe a little bit longer. Um, it probably would have been longer if we didn't lose that footage from the beginning of the show. But yeah, so this is episode 50, the 2018 wrap-up sh- uh, show, where we talk about our favourite movies, our least favourite movies, um, and I play a couple of games with the guys as well. So jump on in, enjoy it, and we will uh, see you next week. Look at you, Clayton Zimmy. <laughs> I remember the word, finally. <laughs> It's not a hard word to... Sure it is. Uh, It's time to grab a snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, Nick Owen. Hello. And Tina Chalmers. Hello. And welcome to the first episode of the new year. Yes. Welcome to you, James Chalmers. Welcome to 2019. 2019. Won't be calling it that again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little while. We uh, did not get a chance to record over the Christmas period, which means we didn't do our... Annual Christmas episode, but that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. We had to. Someone's had to work quite a lot. Mm. And uh, although, what's left to do? Like, oh, we've done our top five Christmas films. Yeah, no, that was the other thing. I was like, I can't think of a topic. And at one point, I wanted to sit down with Tina because we watched a couple of movies over Christmas that I really want to talk about. But I was like, well, we're going to do our lists today. 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 Tonight, we're going to do our lists, and we can do some little reviews as well. Because, <laughs> uh, boy, the. The fourth quarter of the year really sent out some great movies. Um, it made me do my list very, very hard. But, well, not that hard. It took like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but it required some thinking. How have we been, guys? How was your New Year's? It's alright. Yeah, Tina mm-hmm. and I went and saw a movie. Uh, we got home at 9.30 and she proceeded to fall asleep for most of the New Year, New Year's Eve. And then I woke up and, and I was you asleep. were asleep. <laughs> and she woke me up five minutes before the end of the year to be like, hey, it's going to be New Year's in a sec. I'm like, yeah. alright. I just feel like we can't we can't do anything because of the dogs. Well, we can't do that, and also all of our friends have plans. Yeah. So it's just kind of like um. So and we don't want to hang out with our relatives. No, we do, but, but we, we do, do, but no, we do we hang do. out with our relatives every year. I mean, year. my relatives. No, we do yeah. hang out with relatives every year. But one thing we like to do every New Year's Eve is go to the movies, get some takeaway. Normally, it used to be Nando's, but now it might be Noodle Box. Yeah. I, oh, 
I have fallen in love with noodle boxes over this last so year. Good. It's it's kind of junk food, but compared to what I used to be eating, it's it's kind of healthy, so I get away with it. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's like a ch- I feel like that kind of food. There's a chance of broccoli, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. broccoli. Starting coming soon, my noodle box podcast, in which I talk yeah. about which noodle box I prefer. <laughs> it's always the same one. That's so good. <laughs> How was your New Year's, Nicholas Owen? It was good. Yeah, spent it in country Victoria. Yes, uh, with my family, which nice. was really nice. But I mean. I made it to midnight. I think we watched some some of the fireworks, like the mm. Sydney ones, then flicked it to Melbourne. Then it was like, good night, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think this yeah. is the first year I did. I couldn't do anything about the fireworks because normally what happens is we all sit around the TV and watch the fireworks. People complain about the coverage of the fireworks. Yeah. And then it kind of hits twelve oh two, and everyone's like, "Well, we should probably go." I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go to bed." Mm. Yeah. And we kind of rounded out a bit of a unimpressed note yeah. <laughs> um, so I can't yeah. do any of the fireworks this year I didn't watch them I didn't look them up later just just was very happy lying in bed watching Simpsons it was kind of a I literally watched about 30 seconds worth for my leap second video oh that yeah was it yeah I'm, I'm that Grinch every year I'll just complain about how much money it takes to do like a 10 minute thing uh, yeah. I was like I get bored of fireworks after like 30 seconds yeah it's yeah. like that's pretty cool I think yeah. they're really for yeah. kids like yeah. unless you can do I don't know, unless you... Like the dragon from Lord of the Rings, I think, yes. is what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, in a world of, like, VR and all that sort of stuff now, like, I want motion fireworks. Like, show me a little story. fireworks are more impressive when they're live, though. That's the whole thing. Yeah, even then... I've never seen live fireworks. Oh, well, I mean, look, they, they are... I mean, for the first time, they're kind of spectacular, but I'm always just kind of like... Alright, it's loud and it mm. smells and it's really everyone's around and I just, yeah. I'm cold. I yeah, see, I think fireworks are really pretty. I really like watching fireworks. My issue is that for New Year's they do so many fireworks yeah. that you just get these clouds of smoke, mm. and then all the fireworks that happen after those clouds of smoke are like redundant yeah. because you can't see them because of all the clouds of smoke. Yeah, that's so fair. they need to make yeah. it. They need to actually like lessen <coughs> it just a little bit. Mm. But I, I really yeah. like those big blooming ones mm. that like slow yeah. for oh that's yeah. so pretty they're so nice and yeah. like but I think you're right like less is definitely more because mm. how are you supposed to have a crescendo when mm. they, they all look really great yeah. but it's like so 10 minutes later and then there's like this big finish it's like oh yeah. I just look like the rest yeah, of it exactly. yeah definitely and you can't see any of mm. them because there's this massive haze mm. Or, like, introduce an element of danger. Make it like fireworks meets the purge and people can like <laughs> yeah. shoot fireworks at each other <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh so dumb so dumb, that's me. Mm. Uh, well, guys, I'm really excited about tonight's episode. I always look forward to this episode in particular because uh, we get to talk about our favorite movies of the year mm. and things we didn't like so much. And I even did some little games for tonight. So what mm. games? No, I really, really put in five minutes of work. Um, which really is really insane to why this is the number one podcast <laughs> in the world right now. Um, well, so Actually, if you're wondering also, what that noise is, that's Luna, Luna eating. eating dinner. I like to eat very slowly and loudly. Um, I'm pretty sure, and I want to look it up before I confirm it, but I think this episode is actually kind of an important one. Is it like our 100th or something? I think it is 50. Oh. 50 of I was, I was, I was I shot, didn't I? Yeah. Episode 50 of Pass and Remote. Yay! Here Happy New Year, everyone! Congratulations. I was going to um do like a... I was originally planning to do like a big like kind of game show episode for episode 50, but then just... Every time I plan something for the show, it never works out. So, <laughs> this is good though. This is like a nice, we used to kind of talk about this stuff and go back to basics. Um, we won't be doing our new segment, My Favourite Movie, uh, today, because there's too much to talk about. But soon, 
we will talk about Amelie probably next episode. Yes. Mm. Did you no end up watching problem. it yet, Nick? No. Yeah, we did. I kind of forgot to look for well, it. Well, I, I was going to say before the night before the show, but then when he was just like, don't worry about Amelie, we'll do yeah. something else. So yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, let's dive in with some news. Uh, and this news is um, all very old for the most part, mm. but we'll still get into it. Um, so DC TV um, just had their big crossover, Elseworlds, which Tina and I watched with Batwoman. Yes. And the Psycho Pirate, and a whole bunch of other stuff that mm-hmm. names and teams thought were dumb. Uh, and they announced that next year's crossover, or this year's crossover, is going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is very nice. exciting for me and maybe a couple other nerds. Um, but basically, we had to see multiple versions of different characters. So we saw a couple of different flashes in this one. Um, there's rumors that like Tom Welling might come back and reprise his Clark Kent from Smallville and be one of the many Supermen and stuff. So. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, the lead singer of the band from the theme song <laughs> Smallville. I do a pretty good rendition. It's pretty good. Hey, are you excited about that Stargirl TV show, Tina? Yes. Well, guess what? They've cast Starman, Joel McHale from Community. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Sure is. We met the real life Joel McHale a little while ago, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we wanted to get into that on the show. Uh, real life Jeff Well, Winger. it is real Jeff Winger type, yeah. but nowhere near as cool or fun. Um, two more bits of DC news. Wonder Woman 2 is officially wrapped, which is good. Good? Good. Gorilla good? Yep. Gorilla good. Um, that's great. Unfortunately, Wonder Woman 2 isn't coming out until 2020. It got pushed back. Um, but it gives them plenty of time to fix those special effects. Hopefully we won't have a CGI-heavy ending like the first Wonder Woman film, which is maybe the weakest part of that movie. Yeah. But very cool. And finally, a little movie came out on Boxing Day called Aquaman. And it is literally the highest grossing DCEU film. It's beaten Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, and that other one, Justice League. Um, And it's chasing the Dark Knight. Apparently it's... Wow. Mm. And we saw what Aquaman, and we'll talk about it later. But uh, this is good news for for DC. Even though I had a a few little gripes with that film personally, um, I still quite enjoyed it. It's good they... Getting the numbers in. Because that's what they need. They need the money to make these films and make the CGI work and stuff. That was one of the problems with Justice League and many of their other movies. So that's good. Um, I have some Marvel news. Oh, actually, I have to also add to our trailer trash because Tina and I watched a new trailer this morning. We did. And I really liked it. Uh, we did. Um, season 2 of The Punisher drops uh, in January. I think it's in like two weeks' time. So if That seems like a quick turnaround. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just pumping them out now because they're going to cancel them. Yeah. But that first season of Punisher is great. Um, yeah, January 18th, sorry. Um, they also... Um, some news dropped about the Netflix Marvel contracts because obviously all these shows are getting cancelled. It was revealed that Netflix's contract uh, prevents Marvel from using those characters for two years following cancellation. So no Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist or Punisher in movies. Until at least 2020 for most of them. Mm. 2021 for other ones. Um, that being said, I don't think most of those characters will get movies. We might see Iron Fist because they're doing a Shang-Chi movie. We'll probably see Daredevil and Punisher again. But the other ones we may yeah. not see. Um, well, that being said, with the success of Black Panther, especially after their Golden Globe win. Did they win the Golden Globe? I think they did. Um, did they? I think they did. For what? Best Picture? Best Action? I don't know. Didn't, I think Bohemian Rhapsody. No, Bohemian Rhapsody. But they got nominated. Following that nomination, we might see some Luke Cage. That's what I was trying to say. Um, that is actually the film I'd like to see the most out of the, out of the Defenders. Luke Cage? Mm. 
Yeah, especially if you got someone like Ryan Coogler to do it. Yeah, like he did yes. such a good job with um with Black Panther, and even though I haven't seen any of the Creed films, they look great. But he didn't do the second Creed film anyway, and Fruitvale Station as well, which is really good. Mm. Um, Marvel are also developing a Nova film, which is cool. Nova's a very cool character. Um, Kevin Feige has stated that the Fantastic Four and X Men films are going to begin development in the next six months. That's cool. Yeah, so we've probably seen it for a little while because their slate's pretty packed at the moment. At least this year, we know there's going to be there's three films already this year, so there won't be anything else this year. Um, and finally, Kevin Feige uh, said in an interview that all of the Avengers Endgame marketing, which we've seen one trailer for, and there's probably going to be another two before um, it comes out at the end of April. All their promotional uh, stuff is only going to show footage from the first 15 minutes of the movie. Mm. Which I think is a very cool move. Like, that's great. Like, that's... We don't need to see trailers at all at this point. So, that's a good move, I think. Um, And now, I have some news. Just some little random bits of news. Um, And again, this is... Some of it's older, so... It may not be accurate anymore. Uh, The first one is that Apple was rumoured to be interested in buying Sony... Um, following the Fox Disney deal, uh, which is cool, I guess. Apple have all the money in the world, so it makes sense they want to promote, they want to produce entertainment. Um, the only good news, uh, well, not the only good news, but one of the good news out of that is that all those Sony owned characters would go back to Marvel. So Spider Man, Venom, all that, they would permanently go back to Marvel because it would negate their contract. But either way, mm. um, Gwendolyn Christie was recently interviewed uh, regarding um, Game of Thrones. And uh, she stated that uh, all the Game of Thrones fans will need therapy following the finale. Oh, God. Um, and Tina and I are in the middle of re-watching it at the moment. And just seeing Lord Eddard Stark loses his crown. Oh. Yeah. Really, I was like, I think I need therapy now. Yeah. Um, Sabrina. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which we still haven't finished watching. Um, just got renewed for season three and four. So Netflix are clearly very nice. happy with this show. It was a massive hit though, wasn't it? Huge. And I'm digging it. Like, there's there's one or two... I think there's one episode I really didn't care for. Um, there's like a dream episode. And like, just the makeup on the monster in that dream episode looked very much like early Buffy. Mm. So I was just like, come on guys. Like, we can definitely afford better special effects makeup and stuff. But the show itself I find it to be very, very kind of charming and fun. And, and also a little bit dark. I know that it was a bit scary for Tina at, at points. So... Mm. Um, Parks and Rec have a reunion plan for 2019. Really? They certainly do. What sort of format? I don't know. Like, maybe like a special or maybe like a miniseries. They haven't really kind of confirmed it all yet. I don't need a full 22 episode season or anything. Mm. Like, just, you know. Well, I felt like it was running on empty in that last (laughs) season. I like that last season, but also because it's uh, like it's jumped ahead in time. Like, where do you go? I guess is my Mm. question. Like, it's kind of weird, interesting to see what they do because they kind of covered all their timelines. They don't really need to do anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But I'm down for it if they do it right. Um, Stranger Things season three coming in July. Very exciting, July fourth, in fact. Um, and then Venom two has just been announced. Ugh, gross. <laughs> did you see Venom? No. <laughs> but I did watch the trailers, which I believe. Allows me to have an informed opinion. We will talk about Venom soon. Um, at some point. In- I know it made a bunch of money. Yeah, it made a ton of money. Um, but they also said it's going to be a new director. So hopefully it'll be a director who kind of understands the source material a bit better. Because mm. I didn't mind that first movie. I, I didn't, certainly didn't love it. I had a lot of issues with it. But it, like, it's, it's fine. Like, if it was made 15 years ago, you'd be like, that, this is the best superhero film they've ever made. Problem is, you know, we've had Batman Begins, 
Dark Knight, mm. all the Marvel films. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just doesn't quite stand up against other ones. And in a world where we're in a year where we had eight superhero films or something like that, like you just got to be trying harder. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> should we dive into our first game, guys? Yes. Let's do it. Let's. Okay. So this game. Uh, is called the tagline game, and basically, I'm going to read. Ah, ta- uh, I'm so bad at this. I'm going to read a tagline to you. It's only from movies that were released last year. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to narrow your focus a little bit. I'm going to read a tagline to you, and whoever thinks they know knows it, buzz in or just jump in and answer it. There's only six. I just want to do something a little bit different, I guess. So the first tagline, guys, for a movie uh, is "Never lose sight of survival." Tina. Do I buzz with my name? Sure, you can just answer if you want. Um, Tomb Raider? No. Never lose... Read that one more time. Never lose sight of survival. There is a hint in the table. Oh, um, um, Tina! Um, wait, is it Bird Box? Yeah, it was Bird Box. Oh. He did did just say that, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) nicely done, guys. Uh, my the next tagline, uh, is a little bit trickier because every tagline kind of referenced... The titles. So yeah. Two, an, an ambiguous one. Uh, home is calling. Home is calling. Is it just movies that it's a tagline for? Yeah, just movies. Yeah. Home is calling. Mm. It does make sense um, in regards to the plot of the film. So it's got something to do with home, or it's got something to do with calling. No, the 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 words have nothing to do with the title. Uh, but like in the plot of the film, it's got something to do with home. Yes, and you have seen this film. I have seen this film. Yeah. Do you know if I have? I don't know if you have. Ooh. Could you give us a genre? Um, like action film, I guess. I can kind of picture the film that that will be a tagline for. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something where like something more interstellar, where like home is another planet, but. Um, it came out in December, so it's very recent, in the last month. It's not Aquaman. It is Aquaman. Oh, there you oh, go, it it's Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. I'm just calling, is that yeah. the tagline? Yeah. There was another one where it was like, the sea is calling. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this one might be a little bit tougher for you, Tina, but Nick might get it. Uh, every hero has a beginning. Teen Titans go to the movies? No, but that's a good guess. I mean, yeah. in terms of, like, it's not close in terms of the yeah. answer, but that's a good guess. And it's not Aquaman? It's not Again? Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> that would work. That yeah. would work for Aquaman. I'm trying to think of everything where there's a beginning. Okay. Why would that be easy for me? Um, because you and I talked about it. We, I don't think either of us saw it, but we talked about this film a little bit during this promotional. Venom? No. If you want clues, ask me and I'll give you clues. Yeah, give us a clue. Came out in December as well. Early December, I think. Wreck-It Ralph 2? No, it came out at Boxing Day. Oh. <sighs> uh, I think one of the actors in it was John Cena? Oh, I don't know this uh, Holmes and Watson or something? No. Uh, thinking of John Cena Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bumblebee. It was Bumblebee. Oh, is John Cena in that? 
Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't want to say Haley Steinfeld because that would yeah. be too obvious. Is is he a thing now? Is he? He kind of is. He's not quite rock big. Yeah, but, but he's, like... he's got a bit of a career, and also, gotta be honest, he's not bad. Like I, re- I actually quite enjoyed him in Blockers. I thought he was really funny in yeah. that. Um, I, my only exposure to him in that is like really awkward cover photo. You know the one where he's like at the back. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see the the um, case of the DVD or whatever, mm. but okay. Well, um, I mean, who would have thought like The Rock would become like the biggest star in the world? He really yeah, is, isn't true. he? Um, the only thing crazier than love is family. So it's about a crazy family. Possibly. The Incredibles too. No. Mm, but it is about a family, isn't it? I don't know. I've never seen. Yeah, it. Incredibles, Incredibles family. Yeah, I've seen it way too many times. That was like the movie that we watched at the end of the year, and it was just like I've seen it like forty mm. times. It's still amazing. This um, one came out. I want to say September. Okay, so recent. Uh, maybe even. No, I think it, was, it, was, it would have been like August September. It was. What's the tagline again? The only thing crazier than love is family. Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, Crazy Rich oh. Asians. This is a good old-fashioned tiebreaker right mm. here. It certainly is. I'm not keeping score, so I hope you guys are. I think it's too old. Yeah, I think it is. But I'm not keeping score. Uh, we all have secrets to hide. Oh. Uh, Incredibles 2? No. No. Oh, is it that stupid one, a perfect... Uh, a something lunch. Of, uh, You've got it. Are you, yeah. You're on the right track. You know what's, exactly what's what film it is. Yeah. Um, like. Perfect lunch. Yes. That's delicious. Um, like if, a simple task. Very close. Simple favor. Simple, simple favor. favor. Okay, I feel like I don't deserve that. You guys have split the points in that one. <laughs> Perfect this... lunch. <laughs> and this one. <laughs> Um, this one is the last one. This is where the trickiest one. So get ready for this one. Imagine that as a film. <laughs> There's like no drama oh, in it. I'm writing it. It's like speak. it just goes smoothly. The food is yeah. delicious, and then they leave. Yeah. Like maybe the waiter like brought out the second round of drinks a bit slow. But other yeah. than that, it was a pretty perfect lunch. Yeah. Um, an entire universe, once and for all. Oh, um, Tina, Buzz, 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 yeah, Tina, yeah. Infinity War. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a hard one. That was the trick. Um, there we go. So that's the first game. We've got another one later, and it's very similar <laughs> because I only did this. It's in... like you say the movie title, and we have to say yeah, the tag. Yeah. I was thinking about that, but I'm like, there's no way. No, oh, I wouldn't that's know. Way too I never look at like tag. I love that. Um, if you ever listen to how did this get made, they're like, guess the tagline for this film. It's so ridiculous and dumb. Um, okay, should we dive into some trailer trash? Yes. That's good. Very trashy. Very foily. Um, I have one, two, I have four trailers here that I've seen. Pardon me. Cool. Um, and I know Tina's watched three of them. No, no Tina, you've watched all four of them. Have I? You certainly have. Oh, that's good. Um, and if you have any to add, Nick, I, uh, I've been lax on trailers, but I might have seen your ones and sure. I'll just chip in if I have. So the first one that dropped was for the new superhero film, Hellboy. Yes. Wow, that's a long time ago. It was a little while ago. Starring David Harbour from Stranger Things as Hellboy Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Ian McShane. Um, Love Ian McShane. He's so good. Um, So the Hellboy trailer dropped. Did you watch it, Nick? I haven't seen that one. Tina, you watched it. What did you think? Do you remember it? Not really. Um, 
Okay, well, um, I, I'll, I'll see. I, li- I think I liked it. Mm. I think I liked it. Wasn't there, like, some sort of Akadaka song or something like that? There playing? was something... No, it was, um... Oh, I can't remember what song it was now either. But it was a very fun song, and that was my problem. Like, there was a lot of jokes in it. Yeah, it did seem very um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Trying very hard to be Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of, like, the humour and the and the music voice, whatever. But when it's badass, it's really badass. Mm. Like, when they're in, when he's, like, in that demon wasteland and there's, yeah. like, all the spirits and stuff, that was cool. The final shot of the trailer... <coughs> Um, is just Hellboy coming up from an elevator from what seems like hell itself, yeah. and he's holding a flaming sword, and there's just a crown, um, and there's a crown of fire above his head. Um, you okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Choking on coconut. Um, I do actually love the first two. Even I don't know if many people go ride with the second one. Oh. The second one's great. What's the matter? She weed on the floor. Oh, okay. the Probably her. It definitely wasn't me. <laughs> uh, I I love <laughs> Hellboy: The Golden Army. I think it's yes, so underrated. Yes. Um, that's great. Who directs that? Uh, Shape Guillermo, of Water. Guillermo del Toro. He did yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Shape of Water as well. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but this new one is being directed. It's a reboot, and it's being directed by um, oh, what's the dude's name? I really like him. Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall, yeah. So he did The Descent, well, and he did a bunch do. of Game of Thrones episodes. Oh, really? Um, like the Battle of Blackwater and stuff. He does a lot of the big war ones. That's so cool. Um, he did Centurion, um, something else. Um, he's done a few. He's, he's done some Westworld as well. Yeah, he's, um, he's a great director. So that's why I was so excited about this, because I was like, oh, I love Neil Marshall. And he does very violent, bloody things as well. So I was really looking forward to that. I'm not 100% convinced. I know. He's got a very round head. He does have a round head. He did Dog Soldiers. Um, I'm not 100% convinced with this first trailer, but I'm optimistic. It's got Thomas Hayden Church in it. I do love that guy. He's like, like the best voice. He's the Sandman. Yes, he Spider-Man is, yeah. 3. He's also in uh, All About Steve. <laughs> I never watched that, but he's famously one of the shittest films of all time. <laughs> um, so, Hellboy, I'm still. I didn't love it, but I am on board, and I will go see it. Uh, the next trailer that we're talking about is Men in Black International. Ah, uh, yes. And this one I am on board with. Like, it had a very similar tone to Hellboy, but it made sense. Like, it seemed like a, a really fun time. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson back together after Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Um, Emma Thompson <coughs> as the head of MIB. Liam Neeson's in it. Mm-hmm. You literally have Chris Hemsworth throw a hammer at someone. It's a fun trailer. Like, it's I'm 100% on board for this film. It, uh, it looks like a, lot, like a really good time. Yeah, I did see that one. I really like that. I, f- although I thought that like Tessa Thompson acted him off the screen in the trailer. Like I just feel like, unfortunately for him, he's just Thor now. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot because like even in that is like twelve strong. Is that the one? Yeah, I never watched that one. Um, no, nor did I. But like you see him, you know, mm. like and I watch the trailer and stuff, and you're just like, that's oh, just Thor. But you know what? I think that um, <laughs> I think that by choosing these comedic roles is really gonna help. Um, like even though that Ghostbusters remake is terrible. Um, he's fun in it, and even in Ragnarok, even though there's a lot of jokes I didn't like in that movie, whenever he's just doing, like when he's giving lines and being funny, like less of the slaps and stuff, he's totally good in that. I, I could see him doing more comedy, and I liked him in this trailer as well. So, um, I think this is the right move for him to do more funny stuff. But um, yeah, I, uh, I'm all all for this Men in Black film. Um, the third trailer we're going to talk about is one that I watched on Boxing Day after work, 
and immediately messaged Nick and was like, you have to watch this trailer. And that is the follow-up to Jordan Peele's smash hit Get Out, which we loved. I think it was Tina's number two film of the, that year. Mm-hmm. Beaten narrowly by Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, and it's called Us. Holy Christ. Yeah. I was just like terrified yeah. watching the trailer on my phone. You know, well, I was saying it in broad daylight. I came home and, and it was bright outside. I was like, Tina, um, the new Jordan Peele, Peele trailer, the guy who did Get Out, his new movie just had the first trailer come out. Do you want to watch it? And she's like, yeah, I love Get Out. And a minute into this two-minute trailer, she's like, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, super creepy. Um, they take that, I can't remember what song it was, but they, I'll say to Tina after, like, they turned that fun, upbeat song into the darkest yeah. nightmare fuel I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, Winston Duke looks really good. He was Umbaku in mm. um, Black Panther, and I think he's in This Is Us as well. Maybe uh, looks great as the dad. Who was? Oh, Lupita Nyong'o. Is that who it is? Yes, oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, the two kids are great, and it's just not fair. Like this guy has so many great ideas. It feels like he can't make a bad step. Um, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, is uh, Jordan Peele like? A one-hit wonder. Yeah. And then the second I saw that shot of him looking up that driveway and, and the seeing, family staying yes. there you know, with dark silhouettes, I was like, oh no, he's... Yeah. It's he's great. Yeah. Like, he's, it's so good. And like, yeah, this guy comes like, from a comedy mm. background as well. Like, you know, he did sketch shows for so long. And now it is... And this will probably be... Like, Get Out is quite funny in places. So I imagine there'll be some, some good humour in this yeah. as well. But um, this also looks scarier than Get Out. Yeah. Like I remember the tra- it does. Like I remember the trailer, there's some kind of freaky moments and Get Out was a fun horror film. Like I remember when we saw it in theatres, like we jumped, like Tina and I jumped a few times and the audience jumped, but it was one of those ones where you jump and then you all kinda of laugh. <laughs> yeah. I get the feeling like this might be a little bit more unforgiving. Yeah. But I think that like <clears throat> a lot of Get Out, uh, a lot of the reason that's like stuck around as such a poignant film is like it's got a lot of uh like in the social context that we're in and like the themes of that are very relevant. Whereas this, I think, it just looks like a straight-up fucking horror film. Yeah. It certainly is. Um, yeah, you're right. It looks terrifying, like a flat-out horror film. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. I just want this guy to just pump out movies, like, every year. Yeah. Just, yeah just, uh, as long as, like, if they keep the, the quality of Get Out and what this film seems to be, he's going to be, like, the new horror master. I kind of want to know where it's all come from. Um, I guarantee a lot of it is from being African American in a very white America. <laughs> mm, yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, just you, it's to me that's not a natural progression from yeah. you know, the Key and Peele show, which is a sketch show, really. Well, I mean, maybe it's more about maybe just from because they wrote all their stuff like for years, like five years plus whatever, just writing and writing and writing, and after a while, I guess you kind of want to write something different and mm. get yeah. And I, 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 just I, coming from like wanting to push his boundaries and and I could I could also totally imagine Get Out being a sketch for Kim Peel and then he was like, like I'm, I don't know if that's true or not but I could imagine that being a mm. sketch like that could end up being very funny and instead he was like no no let's push the horrific elements of that yeah. so maybe that's what it is as well maybe it's just like kind of old ideas or or whatnot but regardless dude's killing it. Uh, and then the final tra- uh, trailer that we watched dropped this morning. Actually, I think it might dropped yesterday, technically. And it's the final trailer for Captain Marvel. The very last one. We, it's about a minute and a half. We finally see young Coulson. Um, CGI DH. Looks great. <laughs> um, I just can't wait for this one. I'm so on board for this movie. I'm really, really excited. I'm purposely staying away from trailers for that. Yeah. Because I didn't love the first one. Okay. Um, and I just don't. Like, I'm on board, like, mm. at this point in that MCU. Just yeah. Like, so I just don't want to know any 
any like potential plot points or see anything else. So I think I'm going to stay away from that. That's fair. The same reason I don't need a new Avengers trailer. Like as yeah. you said before, like it's the, what am I going to, it's not like my, the hype is going to grow for me. It's already like yeah, exactly. anticipated film. I'm just greedy. Like I'm just like, I'm just going to see anything, just anything yeah. to get me over. But I was the same. Like I think at one point, I think after Suicide Squad, definitely Batman vs Superman, maybe after Suicide Squad as well, I was like, I'm just going to stop watching the third trailers because they always give away the ending. Mm. Like Batman vs Superman, if I didn't know Doomsday was in there, probably would have been a more enjoyable first experience. Like, I still mm. love that film now, but they kind of gave so much away. I was just like, ah. Oh. So with Wonder Woman, I was like, I'm not watching the final trailers. Like, first two only. Mm. Um, but they didn't give too much away in this one. Um, the only thing they kind of did was explain, I guess, who the Kree and the Skrulls are for audiences, just kind of give them the idea of what these characters are. And they showed a cool, like, shapeshifter scene, which isn't really a spoiler because the Skrulls are shapeshifters. But they showed it, I was like, oh, that's cool. I like the look of that. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. I'm very excited about I this I love one. her mohawk outfit. So yeah, cool. it's so cool. Mm. And it looks like she's getting a few different... Like, because in the comics she's had multiple haircuts. Like, she started off with the long shoulder-length hair, and then she went to the mohawk, and now she's got, like, a pixie cut type thing. Mm. Um, so I'm glad they're kind of honouring the multiple iterations of this character. Yeah. Um, and that is all the trailers we watched, unless anyone else saw anything. No, not really. No, we've just seen that... How to Train Your Dragon trailer about a billion times. And apparently it's not very good. Mm. I heard someone say that. I'm really disappointed because those first two movies are so good. And even though the third movie's trailer is cut terribly, like it's an awful trailer. Mm. Like as far as trailers go, it is so badly done. That but, bloody Ed Sheeran song the whole time. Yeah, and like, it just it's not edited very well. It, it's, it's just the way it's, ugh, it's poorly done. But I really want to see the end of it because I love those first two movies. And I know I'm going to cry regardless because I almost cry in the trailer every it time. He looks like Loki. He does look like Loki. Um, do you guys want to do some reviews, or do you want to play my second and final game? Let's play your second game! This yeah, game, game is called the actor game. Uh, okay. And basically... Oh, oh, we have a phone call. We will resume in a moment. Well, we just got some very exciting news from some telemarketers. Yeah. Um, good it news, was... you've got a new opportunity. Hello! And then, like, nothing. No one. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Um, so this final game is called the actor game. It's a very similar premise to tagline game. I have the list of like the top kind of few actors in a film that was released last year, and I'm going to list them one at a time, kind of as they're listed on IMDb in reverse order. So the lower their role oh, in the movie, um, but you can jump in at any time. But I'll give you a chance to jump in at each actor. So yeah. you, so there'll be a few. Um, okay. So the first movie, first actor, Oscar Isaac. I don't know who that is. Leave Schreiber. Ah! Oh. The hell were they was together? He? Yeah. Ah, oh, this is going to annoy me now. Mm. Catherine Hahn. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. She's um the fancy um, Washington lady in Parks and Rec. The one who... Um, oh, the one who yeah. feeds the waffle to the dog. Yeah. Yeah. John Mulaney. Who that is. Oh, this is really hard because I can't. I don't know who any of these people are. I can't we are like literally the two worst yeah, people to do to this. Play this Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. <sighs> Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Mahershala Ali. Jake Johnston. And the biggest name probably that you would recognise is Haley Steinfeld. Is that Bumblebee? 
It's not Bumblebee. She was in two movies in December. Well, I don't know the other one. Yeah, it came out in December and we saw it. (laughs) We saw it. I'm trying to think of all those people in it. Oh, that was Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It wasn't Teen Titans Go to the (laughs) Movies. I'm trying to think of what you guys saw that I know you saw. I I know I... I, But I thought Lee Strava was in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. He might be, but he's in this one as well. And I thought Zoe Kravitz was in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. So then what did we see in you're on the right. You're on the right track there. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man into yep. the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man into yeah. the spider That's why we can't pick it, because they weren't actually oh, playing right. themselves. Yeah, they were doing it. the voice acting. Great soundtrack, though. Killer soundtrack. Um, okay. That was a dodgy one to yeah, start like with, James. Was it? Yes. Okay. A cartoon movie that I haven't seen. I feel <laughs> yeah. like it's really tough. Um, I know, but I thought maybe... Anyway, okay. Because if you try to picture the actors together in a scene, you can't. That's true. Um, okay, next one. Boo! <laughs> I was saying boo words. <laughs> Colin Firth. Bridget Jones's baby? I but, saw that this year. Yeah. I know it didn't come out. I don't know. Meryl Streep. Colin Firth, Meryl Streep. Oh! Nutcracker? No. Mamma Mia, here we go again. No. Julie Walters. Oh, oh, um, Johnny English? No. <sighs> Good guess, though. Yeah. Emily Mortimer. Any relation to Bob Mortimer? No. <laughs> Actually, I don't know, maybe, but probably not. Ben Wishaw. He's the voice of Paddington. Oh, is it, is it, is it Christopher Robin? It's not, but you're on mm. the right track. Goodbye, Christopher Robin. No. <laughs> You'll guess it with one of the next two ones, no no doubt. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mary Poppins. Yep, Mary Poppins. Because oh. we didn't see Mary Poppins. Okay. That's really recent. Yeah. These are fresh takes, man. And most of these are actually from the last month or so. To come. I thought Mary Poppins came out on New Year's Day. I did, didn't I? But it was amazing. It came yeah, out yeah, early know, in, yeah, in the yeah, States yeah. and stuff. Um, I was just being a jerk. <laughs> Actually, the next one is... After this next one, they're all from earlier in the year. Okay, film three. Can I also just point out before you start... Yeah. ...how frustrating it is for people listening to the podcast? Because I know what I'm like when people that I'm listening to can't get the thing right. Yeah. And you go, like... Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter! And they're like, um... (laughs) Is it like Lord of the Rings? You're like, Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter! (laughs) Yeah, but I I think it's fun. Also, I just want to say different for the show. That's true, that's true. Okay. Rob Brydon. What was Rob Brydon in? Yeah, it's going to be tough based on that one. No, I saw him like... Yeah, keep going though. Like, <laughs> Steve Coogan. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not a new The Trip, is it? No, it's not. Hugh Laurie. What were they in together? One, one, and you know what? I don't expect you to get it based on this because I saw him like, these guys are in that movie? I do want to see this movie. Rebecca Hall? I don't know who that is. Um, Kelly McDonald? No, I don't know who that is. She's the voice of Merida in Brave. And she's also in Transporting. Oh, cool. Ray Fiennes? I saw this cover the other day. I just can't tell you what it is. John C. Riley. Is it? Holmes and Watson? It is Holmes and Watson. Oh, okay. I guess. 
Tina, uh, Tina's destroying it. Three zip. Yeah, three zip. Far out. Okay, now these next three ones are older. Um, one of them Tina should definitely get. If she doesn't get it, I'll be surprised. The next one's probably going to be a little tricky. If you've ever thought those first three were a bit tricky, this one might be a tr- bit tricky as well. Mm. Nick Offerman. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. 12 strong? Nah. I try to set the leads to the very last to kind of make it a little bit more challenging. Mm. John Hamm. John, John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, Nick Offerman. Game All right. Up. No. But not a bad guess. Yeah. Like, style, like stylistically, right. not a bad guess. Dakota Johnson. She's Fifty Shades. She is. Oh, I remember us seeing something and me being like, who's that girl? And you being like, that's the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. This is the last actor. Jeff Bridges. I can give more clues if you want. What's the genre? Like a crime mystery type movie. The trailer had a ticking clock in the background. It had a cool... It was kind of like, it felt like a cool kind of movie. Like it was trying to be... I've literally yeah, I, no I was like, idea. Jeff Bridges did a film in 2018. Bad Times at the El Royale. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, the, now I know. Yeah, yes. I literally, that is the first time that's Chris ever... Chris Hemsworth we saw, we, dance We saw the trailer it, yes. for a while and saw Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. We sat there and watched it and I was like, that was pretty cool, right? You're like, yeah. Okay, well, that yeah. must have made a massive impact on me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last two. Um... Tina can't lose. She's won. She's got three out. <laughs> this is comprehensive. I'm getting. I got to get one on the board here. Yeah. Um, okay. This one's only got a few actors in it, um, so hopefully we'll be all right. Mark Rylance. Yeah. Simon Pegg. Ah. Okay. Oh. Um. Mission Impossible. No. Oh. I did think about that, but I was like. I know Mark Rylance isn't in that, so yeah, and you know every actor. I don't know who Mark Rylance is. Um, he was the guy. He was the old guy in um, Wolf Hall that you're watching. Oh, 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 oh! I like him. Yeah, he's yeah. the one from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's like Elizabeth's father. No, no. Oh, okay. No. So he's, I'm um, that's um, that's that's the um, he's the cult leader in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, that's that guy. Um, yeah, Mark Rylance. Did you see? Um, he's in Bridge of Spies. Yeah, Bridge of Spies. I haven't seen it. He's in Dunkirk as yeah, well. Yeah, Dunkirk is what I was thinking of. Okay, I've seen neither of those. Uh, TJ Miller. TJ Miller, you're the best. Deadpool 2. It's not Deadpool 2. Wait, who was the second person you said? Um, Mark Ryland, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah, Simon Pegg wasn't mm. in Deadpool. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. No. Oh, is it. Ready Player Didn't... One? Yes! Oh, Ready good. Player One! Good. I'm on the board. <laughs> Nailed it. I haven't seen Ready Player One. Yeah, Mark Rylance is the guy who created... Uh, he is. The thing, isn't he? Yeah. That's why I didn't mind putting him and Simon Pegg so low, because they're barely in it. Yes, yeah. Okay, final one. I can only get to two, and you're already <laughs> on three. Jonathan Banks. Um, he was the fixer in Breaking Bad. You know the bald guy? Um, he works with Saul. 
from Better Call Saul. Yes. And he was also, he was um, the really angry professor in season five of Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking yep. of, speaking of him, Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Mommy. Catherine Keener. Holly Hunter. Hmm? Craig T. Nelson. I don't know, I don't know who these people are. Like, how am I supposed to picture their faces? I don't know who they are. Maybe you don't picture their faces. Oh. So it's an animated film. Could be. Teen Titans Go. No, but you should really know this one. Is it Christopher Robin? <sighs> no. Samuel L. Jackson is probably the biggest clue in that entire list. Oh, yeah, he was Star an Wars? Robin. <laughs> no. Like an animated Star Wars? What animated film is Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson in? Was it a Disney film? Oh, I'm already out. Oh, yeah. oh Wreck It Ralph? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't like this game. Do you want me to tell you what it was? No, no. It's a Disney Pixar film. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can give away. Oh, um, Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. Oh. Incredibles 2, because you played Frozone. I figured the like, if you'd said oh. that, because like, you might have caught a couple of names in the credits. Yeah. If you said it was directed by Brad Bird, I would have picked it up immediately because I always remember seeing his word, the name. That's when you tune out. You're like, Brad Bird? Okay, done. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's oh. it. I thought you were, see, when you were like, Tina's definitely going to get one of these. I was waiting for Fantastic Beasts and so that's why in my head no, I was I, like, I thought about I that. think mm. outside the frame that I'd already put myself in. I had the same problem with um, Mission Impossible that I'm like, because there's so many of the same actors in. Yeah. Like once you like, I could just go with some like bit names, but once I said like two in a row, you're like, hang on, I've seen this franchise before. Yeah. Like if I was like Simon Pegg and Vin Alec Rains Baldwin, yeah, Big Rain's probably be better because he's not in much. No, yeah, if he said that, I'd still be like, um, I don't know. Well, you still um got four out of six. You flogged me. The only one we didn't get was Bad Times at El Royale, which to be fair was a tough one. And we didn't see. Yeah, but we saw plenty of trailers for it. Yeah, but we still <laughs> I mean, didn't see it. I loved it. Um, cool. All right. Uh, so. Oh, well done, Tina. Yay, champion. And who won the tagline game? Was it a draw? I think, like, uh, Tina said, like, a simple something. I'm like, a simple yeah. favor. Yeah, she said <laughs> perfect yeah, lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys split that point and then take out the last one. Yeah. So yeah. do you want both games, Tina? Yeah. So they might have sucked, but at least you won both times. That's true. Um, cool. Should we do some little reviews? Let's do it. Yep. Where are my reviews going? Well, I'll go first because I've got an older film that I'm pretty sure you guys have seen. Christopher Robin. We have seen Christopher yes. Robin. Did you review it? We haven't. Um, oh. Now, this is the one with Ewan McGregor? Mm. Yeah. We have. It is so charming. I could fucking cry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did cry. Yeah. She didn't stop I... crying. Cried real like the you know how there's like crying in movies that's mm. just like oh it's yeah. so so good that they got together I was like <laughs> like it was like ugly crying we had to stop and I had to like blow my nose multiple mm. times I love you McGregor and I was just like 
Mm. I can treat that bear better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the farmer is like, "Do you want me to leave?" Oh, yeah. oh, oh I uh, couldn't. That just broke me. That I just was, broke me. I enjoyed it so much, and you know, not a lot happens. It's not a yeah. big film, you mm. know. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's so thoroughly enjoyable, and like, it's such a like. Um, this brought back so many good memories of like yeah. watching Winnie the Pooh as yeah. a child and stuff like that. And um, surprisingly funny, like the bit when he's when um, Pooh visits his house, he's climbing yeah. the stairs and yeah. yeah. <laughs> puts some like honey in a plate, and yeah. he just like yeah. walks all over and smashes yeah. it into the plate. It was very cute. So no, good. it very much like I am. I'm the kind of person that the minute there's like an anthropomorphic animal. I'm gone. Mm. Like, I am just like, I am a blubbering mess. Like, I cried because Paddington, like, lost his job. Um, <laughs> and then because he went to jail. <laughs> Such a good movie, though, Paddington. So, sad. Um, so yeah, no, I, I loved it. But um, I also see James's point of view because you have a lot to say on this. I thought this film was an absolute punishment of a film. Mm. I liked the, the when it was funny. It was great, but I was just I was just sitting there. I'm like, who's this for? It's not for kids. Mm. Like what kid? Like the first like it's so depressing the mm. whole way through. I was like, this is great. This is the first time in like ten years the gang's back. What adventure are they on? Oh, they're all alone and depressed. And Christopher Robin hates them. And their first big adventure is with his daughter. Mm. And this isn't fun at all. Like, I the whole the whole like quest behind it is to try and get Christopher Robin to remember them so that they continue to exist. And I felt like I was being punished. Like, I felt like I was being made <laughs> to feel guilty for growing up, which was yeah. like, but I I don't really have a choice in the matter. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. I did enjoy it. like when it when it's fun. I really enjoyed it. I just don't think in terms of um, live action CG animal movies, it didn't quite stand up something like Peter Rabbit, which. Has a little, yeah. Which has a nice slice of guilt in there, but it's very fun and upbeat, and it, it feels like a kids' movie. Yeah. Uh, and Paddington as well. Like Paddington to me is such a joyous celebration, mm. and this didn't feel like that. I just couldn't figure out who this movie was for. Mm. I'm looking forward to the sequel. I hope they do a sequel in which they'll have some fun, because I just felt like I just felt like there was no fun in it. Like for a Disney, mm. I couldn't tell you who the film was for. Like, mm. I think it was just a really good update on that story to yeah. like bring it to a new generation. Yeah. You know, mm. like it's been a while since mm. it's been anything yeah. like that. Oh, I think the I think the CG is incredible. I think voice performances are great. Bringing Jim Cummings back, the guy who did the voices in the cartoon, mm. smart, smart, smart. Like I think on paper it works very well. I just sat there the whole time being like, and I think it was on Christmas Eve we watched it as well. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling holly and jolly right now, aren't <laughs> I? I was just so like bummed out. Like no one was happy. Like. His wife was being ignored. And, like, what man in their right mind ignores Hayley Atwell? <laughs> like, she's, like, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And he's just, like, eh, I've got to go fix yeah. suitcases. And his daughter uh, and his was, daughter like, as well. all upset. And then I was, like, there's a post-credit sequence. I'm, like, this is going to be, okay, this is it. Post-credit, it's going to be fun. We're going to end on a fun note. And there's a bunch of old people on the beach dancing. I'm going to play on the piano. Yeah. And the only bit we got the toys, spoilers, is them lying on sun lounges. I'm, like... No, 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 you owe me some happiness because yeah. I've been so sad throughout this whole film. Yeah. And I thought they laid it on really thick with some of the stuff, like like some of the Christopher Robin stuff. I'm like, no, no, I get it. He's an adult and he has a job. I, I get it. Mm. And I, he needs to spend more time at home. Mm. Please make some room for some some fun, please. So mm. I, 
I don't think it's a bad film. I definitely didn't hate it. Like, I do enjoy lots of parts of it, but I remember just being like, oh, I just don't know who this is for. I just don't know who this movie... It, 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 like, it How felt... could you yell at Pooh Bear? And I knew that was going to happen. Like, of course it was going to happen. We <gasps> knew that, like, once he remembered Pooh, in order for their friendship to rekindle, he had to get all of his negative adult feelings out of his head. So I knew that was coming. Mm. Still heartbreaking. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just wanted... The adventure felt like... I don't know. Like, I guess it makes sense they went to save Christopher Robin. But, I don't know. I just... It just was a real bummer of a movie just the whole time. It's like, this is a kid's film. Mm. <laughs> like, even Toy Story 3 has some some light in it. Yeah. Mainly a light in the furnace, but not, like, there's a little bit of fun in there. Um, so it was tough. It was a tough one to enjoy. I can't say that I enjoyed that film. There were moments where I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, but it was... It was it just mm. felt like a punishment. I was just like, what did I do wrong? Mm. All I wanted to do was watch a movie. <laughs> Um, so to, to rain yeah, on your that's parade. Right. That's okay. But yeah. I do hope they make more, because I think it's stunning to look at, and I love those voice actors and stuff. I, I want to see their fun adventure now. Like, give me a, a Paddington-style movie, because I think Paddington has just done so well. Again, it's very similar. It's like about... I guess he's a real bear in the Paddington movies, but it's based on, like, a stuffed toy. So it's kind of similar property, but it just seems like that those Paddington movies are just injected with fun and adventure and like he's just a clumsy old bear and makes some mistakes and stuff yeah um and gets into like silly trouble whereas this i was just kind of like oh this is every toy isn't gonna need therapy i do i do love how dotty Pooh Bear is though. yes mm. like I... with the whole like balloon and everything oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like does it make you happy yeah <laughs> yes um i think the the Pooh Bear stuff is great it's just it's just bummy <laughs> I, like, I was talking about it because uh, we were talking about it and we went to bed and Tatiana was like, she said, that was pretty good. I, I really liked that. I was like, did you? And she's like, yeah, I cried a lot, but I liked it. I'm like, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know. Like, it never made never made me feel like, oh, I want to keep, what, I can't wait to see how depressed I get next. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough sit for me. Not a bad film, not a poorly made film at all. Like, very well made. Just mm. really interesting story choice. And I guess that should be praised for going against the norm. I was just... I don't know, I was looking for some fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It came out of nowhere for us. Mm. I watched it with my housemates, like, literally the other night. Mm. And we are just like, oh, we should just check that out for a good old dose of nostalgia. Yeah. And it was just, I was thoroughly charmed by it. Mm. Like, the bit on the train when they're like, he's like looking out the window, he's just like, mm. sheep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I'm going to give it seven little jars of honey. Little jars of heaven. Little I'm also giving it seven little jars of honey. Um, I'd probably give it a seven as well. Like, even though, like, I can't fault the film for its for anything other than just like it being super sad. But that's just a stylistic. Don't watch the pianist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I've watched sad films before. I just, I think I was just expecting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was expecting to be heartwarming, and it hmm. eventually did kind of warm warm my heart a little bit. But it took a long time to get there. <laughs> Um, is that all you've watched, Nicholas? Uh, uh, I watched a show on YouTube, on YouTube, on uh, Netflix called You, which is featuring. Mm. Isn't that supposed to be the creepy one? It is. It's so creepy. And yes, I got that reference. What'd you say? Uh, I was referencing um, whose line is it anyway? Uh, it's a Colin Mockery joke, but uh, it's very obscure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really worth checking out. 
It's like it's almost like follows on naturally from Gossip Girl. Mm. Um, I don't think I know this one. I'm gonna look it up while you talk. Yeah, it's um, you know that guy Penn Badgley, I think his name is. I do know the name. Um, and he works at this bookshop, and this really pretty girl comes in, and she sort of flirts with him a little bit, and he just goes too far with it and stalks her online and finds out where she lives. Yeah. And then he basically just sets about like he just without her knowing, like he's he's becoming her friend and stuff like that. But behind yeah. the scenes, he's pretty much like dictating how her life goes so he like kidnaps this guy that she's seeing and stuff like that but he's there for her as a friend Mm. and then they become romantically involved and um and he's just a fucking nut job yeah that is fucking terrifying it's creepy and he's got this like voiceover which is like alarmingly like calm and rational yeah Yeah. so he's got a real like um it's been compared to like gone girl yeah yeah oh we all saw that together yeah. yeah and um yeah, just that sort of like it's a real mind fuck, but that obsession. Is that yeah. a movie or a TV show? TV. You? Yeah. Yeah, it's a TV. I think yeah. it's like ten parts. Yeah, ten like episodes. Okay. Which it doesn't. I'll say it doesn't need to be like six would be perfect for this. Yeah. They've renewed for a second season, so mm. um, that sounds cool. Sounds awful. I am, um, but I like dark and creepy stuff. I like. Like it. I mean, it sounds good, but it sounds yeah. fucking terrifying. And I also, it feels like that kind of story isn't really. I don't think we get a lot Unrealistic. of... Unrealistic? No, we don't really get a lot of that, though. Yeah. Like, we tend to go straight to, like, murder and yeah. hostage and... Hom- mm. like, but never, like, kind of the seduction kind of working and stuff. And it's quite it's quite well filmed. I like some of the techniques they use. So, like, it makes the most of, like, the age that it's set in. So there's a lot of smartphone use. And yeah. you see the screen... Like, you see, like, a shot of her, like, she's on her phone. And then the screen will pop up and stuff like that, which yeah. I do like. Mm. Um, and... And it's just very stylish, actually. Like, mm. set in New York. Like, mm. they're rel- well, they're not wealthy, but it's set in cool areas and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So, I would recommend that. Yes. I'll and check I'll, it out. Yeah, I'll refrain from spoiling what happened. Sure. It's a very spicy ending. Mm. Uh, let's talk about a movie that Tina clearly wants to talk about because she's mentioned in her answer so many times. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yeah. Um, the movie based on the animated series, the polarizing animated series. A lot of people don't like that show because they think it's too silly. They don't like... Um, They're crazy then. They don't like the characters being that goofy. But um, I'll be honest, I had fun with it. I thought it was a fun movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't love it. I but thought it I was did, funny. I did have a good time with it. I thought it was very fun and very cute. Yeah. Um, didn't, but it probably didn't need as many rap songs as it had. There's about six no, in there. No, I thought they were all great. But I did like his um, hero song about his yeah. movie. Like, my yeah. own movie. Yeah. That was very funny. Um, and it's chock... Like, if you're a comic book nerd like I am... It's chock full of references, like so many characters in, like yeah. in the movie theater, mm. and all the different businesses are named after things. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, it's very wacky and silly, like perfect kids movie, like great yep. kids movie. Yeah, um, cyborg splitting his butt open and having his head come yeah. out. Yeah, uh, I thought it was very funny. Um, I've talked about that moment in the trailer where it's like we save room for dessert. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and apparently, because I wasn't a big fan of the way they had Starfire talking, where she's like, come on, the Robin. Like mm. she said that. Apparently, that's straight out of the comics. Apparently, like, because she's from another planet, like, yeah. she doesn't quite use English probably. So I was like, mm. oh, oh, that's cool. I'm glad they fate, like they went so um, so close to the source material. And it sounds like they're going to try and do a Teen Titans movie based on, like, an animated movie based on the old Teen Titans animated show. So. Mm. That's cool as well. I, I don't think I'd enjoy that as much. I think the reason I lo- enjoyed so this so much is because it's a silly kids movie. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and when they um, 
Do they play Back in Time, Back to the Future? Yeah. Um, so there's one bit in the story in the movie which I want to talk about really briefly because Robin he feels like only real super- superheroes get their own movies. That's the whole way you know that they're superheroes. And he'll um, never get one because he's always a sidekick. And so, like, their plot is to go back in time and stop all the hero's origin story. So, like, they go to the planet Krypton and stop it from exploding. They go to Crime Alley and save Bruce Wayne's parents. They're just like, it's, just, it's called Crime Alley. Go down the street instead. Yeah. yeah. Then they come back and, like, the villains have taken over the world. So they go back and recreate the origins and they literally kill Bruce Wayne's parents. <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of funny, funny jokes in there. Like, it is very, very silly. Like, if, mm. if you don't like silly kid toilet humour, you won't like it. There's a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't like really heavy-handed superhero rapping, which I yeah. did struggle with a little bit. Like, I think by the third one, it's just like, okay, like, we need to move on. <laughs> You're a sophisticated adult. It's not even that. I was just, um, I just, I just, I don't know what it was. I don't think it was, I didn't like Raven rapping, because mm. Raven's always, like, very kind of, like, um morose and like whatever like she's yeah. she's like too cool for them mm. so it didn't seem very like raveny yeah but that being said um i did really enjoy the film more than i thought i would um which is good how many um beatboxing heads out of butts <laughs> are you gonna give it um i don't think like a six like six mm. I'm going to give it um, an 8.5. An 8.5? Well, that's yeah, high. It is high. That is high. Hot it was. There was just fun. Yeah. It was just like two hours of fun. Um, I did like how they used the Back to the Future music and stuff as well. Yeah. I said that already? Yeah, you did. Um, also, just really quickly. Also, did you like how they used the Back to the Future music? I did. <laughs> but I was just thinking... Um, the second last Flash episode we saw where they went back in time and um, he plays oh, yeah. back in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the best episode of Flash in a good like in probably two seasons. I really enjoyed yeah. that one. Um, but that was a little side note. Um, uh, I'm also going to really quickly talk about Titans, the TV show, because I finished that. That wrapped up just recently. Holy Christ, this show I'm in love with. I think it's my favourite superhero show out of all of them. Mm. I definitely like it more than Flash right now. I definitely like it more than... Maybe the only one that comes close is Daredevil, because Daredevil's so good. But this one's more fun than Daredevil. Like, Daredevil's very serious and, like, a very procedural crime drama. But Titans, like, they're in costumes all the time. Like, mm. it's very adult and gritty. The second last episode, which I think I said to you, Tina, because um, you dropped it. I think we got, like, three episodes, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to binge watch it, and I watch it all in a week. Um, and the second last episode is, like, the origins of Hawk and Dove, and it's so beautiful and heartbreaking and amazingly dark. And I was like... You have to watch it. Just watch this one episode because it's so good. But they brought Batman in and they did, did Trigon, who's like this demon from the dimension. This show's killer. I'm so excited for season two. They just, um, like, teased Superboy is coming and Crypto, Superman's dog, is coming. Mm, that's cool. Um, I can't praise it enough. And, like, it is silly at some points. I know you had issues with um, all the Raven stuff. And she's still kind of like that in the show. Mm. Um, but they left on such a cliffhanger. Like, it was meant to be a 12 episode run and they cut it. So, like, a cliffhanger at the end of two, episode 11 is better, and we can do a higher budget first episode of season two. And it ends on a dark note, like, they're not a team at the end of season one, spoilers. Like, it, it gets all splintered and stuff. It's really, really good. So if people like superhero shows, watch Titans, because it's great. Cool. Um, and then Doom Patrol's coming soon as well. DC are killing it on TV, especially with that show. Okay, just want to speak about that real quick. Um, here's a movie that Tina and I went and saw. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. I've heard nothing but great 
great things about this. I have nothing, nothing but great things to say about this movie. Same. It might be the best Spider-Man film they've ever made. Say that again. Uh, I'm not going to agree with you on that. Okay. It is the second best Spider-Man You think Homecoming is still better? Yes. I don't know. I love Homecoming. So do I, but you have the, there's that moment in Homecoming where he's like lying in the airport hangar for like for a day or whatever and it's really slow like i feel like like I that, that it's like when they go to washington he sneaks out to follow the vulture and he gets trapped in the truck and he's like in this big hangar and he's trying to get karen to help him escape from the i just feel like that really slows the movie down mm. um whereas this is non-stop i think all the voice performances are excellent um it's the best some of the best animation i've ever seen like they change the game with the animation yeah that's true like it's kind of 3d but also kind of 2D. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, the Stan Lee cameo destroyed me. Did like, you cry? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, why? Well, it's just that his cameo was so brief. I don't remember him really saying anything. So, um, well, I can't spoil it because his appearance happens at a certain point in the film where something happens you didn't expect to happen. Yeah. And it's before Miles kind of becomes Spider-Man. Yeah. And he buys the costume and he talks about like... Oh, what... yeah, 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 yeah. And between yeah. that, like, because Stanley only uh-huh. just died very recently, like him pop... I knew he was going to pop up somewhere, but when mm. he popped up and said what he said and in conjunction with what was going on, I was just like, I'm not ready for this. It, like, it yeah. really, like, tore me apart. And then apparently, if you watch the film, Stanley has multiple cameos. Apparently, like... He just pops up around New York throughout the oh, film. Because okay. they're like the filmmakers are like, Stanley is all of us. Yeah. So he's on every street. And yeah. he's in every like corner of the Spider-Verse and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, so next time I see it, um, I'll, I'll get um, Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved the animation. I loved like the storyline. I thought the storyline was Great really story cool. Great storyline. Um, I thought that was really, really cool. Like the whole like different universes coming through. I liked the running joke that they had of um, the origin stories. The origin stories, yeah. yeah. It's so um, good. Um, one last time. Yeah. Um, I think Jake Johnson is a great Spider-Man. He's the schlubby Peter Parker. Oh yes. Sweatpants. I thought he was so good. Mm. Lily Tomlin as Aunt May is great. They finally made Aunt May kind of a badass, but they gave her way more stuff mm. to do than she's ever had to do before. Um, Spider Gwen is killer, like yeah, so she's good. Awesome. Um, Yay for Spider Gwen! I don't, I'm not going to say too much about this character because I don't want to spoil it. But Doc Ock, yeah, is great, mm. really, really good. Um, Kingpin, they made him look like the comic books, which is a giant. Hulking yeah, I mask. didn't, I didn't really like that, but I understood that it was supposed to be the comic books. But I was just like, um, how does he fit into anything? But I think, like, like how does he get into a car mm. or through a door you, or go to the toilet? But you get to do that in the animated film. That's where yeah, they get to exactly, do it. Yeah. Um, even Spider Ham, I thought was fun. I, the one, I like Spider Ham. The one that surprised me most was Spider Man Noir. I didn't yeah. think I'd like Nick Cage as much as I did in Yeah, it. he was great. He's he was really, really good really at good. it. Um, I think after we saw her, I messaged you. I was like, Nick, when you get a chance, go see Spider Man. Mm. Like, you have to. Um, I actually do. I do think it's the best Spider-Man film they've ever made. Mm. I do. I love Homecoming as well, but this just—you get to play with so many different characters. You get to do so many different things. It's an origin story, but it's also like you get to go with established characters. Yeah. Like you don't have to do the Uncle Ben thing, for example. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, it's so good. It's it's really really great. Yeah, it is really good. Um, I yeah, I don't think I have a single complaint for this film. Good. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's probably something somewhere. Like, if I rewatch it again, I'll be like, oh, like maybe you could trim this, or whatever. But how I, many 
graffiti spray cans. I just, I just thought of. I won't. I can't say what it is because I'll spoil it for Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought of that too. When you see it, you'll get it. It made me laugh so loudly. It's and it's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny, but it made me cry like four or five times as well. Like, there's so many moments. Mm. Um, like the door scene. The door. Yeah. Um. There's a moment where Miles is in his in his room and he's up against. Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Ugh, it's. It, it's so close to being a perfect film. I'm giving it a nine point five. Whoa! You're giving a point five. Yeah, I was oh, thinking no, about I was thinking about ten, but I haven't watched it a second time. Is that your highest ever rating? No, I gave Logan a ten. Ten. You stand by that? I haven't watched it since, so I don't know. But at the time, like I when I reviewed Logan, I think it was like a couple of days afterwards. Mm. Whereas it's been a few weeks since in Spider Verse, yeah. so I'm a little bit more tentative. Nine point five. I too am giving it a nine point five. It's so good. It's so good. Hot. I gave oh. Homecoming a ten, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Nick's the only person not to give it a ten yet. No, because a ten is reserved for like the Godfather of films. <laughs> yeah, like maybe it just <laughs> not, not the Godfather of the movie, just the Godfather of films. Yeah, like you give out a ten now. <laughs> something. What if something comes along that's better than this? Or better than Logan. I mean, I guess you adjust because um, when we rewatched all the MCU films this year or last year, um, I found myself kind of because I think originally I gave Homecoming a ten, and then when I rewatched Winter Soldier, and I know you hate Winter Soldier, but I was like, oh, Winter Soldier is almost a perfect film as well. So I had to kind of like yeah. level them out a but little this is, bit. This is why I'm a believer in the the decimal point. I've started doing it as well because, like, for me, when I when I would rank something out of ten, I I kind of think, well, it, it's sliding into my ranking of like every mm. film. That I've yeah. seen, and so you need those like like a really good film. You know, I, I would find it hard to go much over like a nine because mm. it's like I don't know. Mm. Well, I remember I don't know if you remember, but after Avengers: Infinity War, for a big chunk of time, I was like, I I can't score things anymore. I don't know how to score things anymore because Infinity War changed everything for me. Because I was like, that is a damn near perfect film, but there's so many caveats. Like if you haven't seen any of the other films, yeah. It probably isn't a perfect film, or if you've only seen some of the films, or if you haven't rewatched them recently, like it changes. And the way it ends, like it's a cliffhanger, but it's also a standalone film. So how do you score this? So for a long time, I was like I'm just not scoring films, but now I'm kind of like, yeah, I can score them. Like I just, enough time has passed, and the shock of Infinity War has yeah. worn off, where I can give scores again. Um, but you just adjust. That's why I, when I was doing my list, which we'll get into shortly, I didn't think too much about what I scored them. I was like, which of these would I rewatch? Like, how? Mm. Which? What's the rewatchability for them? And so, certain ones that I wrote down kind of dropped a little bit. So I'm like, oh, that was a great film, but I don't know if I'd rewatch it again before one of these ones. So that's kind of what I, I guess, people kind of figure out our own criteria. I just go by my gut. Which one did I like more? Um, another film Tina and I went and saw was Aquaman. 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 The James Wan. Uh, superhero film starring Jason Momoa, Carl Drogo himself, Amber Heard, Patrick Wilson. Should we list the entire cast? I won't. <laughs> Who's in it? They de-aged someone, didn't they? Um, Is it Willem Dafoe? Yeah, they do. And I wasn't a huge fan oh, of it. Oh, really? It's not too bad, but it just felt like they were just trying to do it because Marvel did it. Whereas because of the character he plays, I'm like, you could just make him look the same. Like, he's mm. a... He's um an he's an Atlantean. Just say they age slowly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or don't explain it at all. Like, you don't have to. Um, I had a pretty good time with Aquaman. I had some problems with it, um, but the biggest compliment I can pay this film, and I've said it to everyone I've spoken to, is that it is so stupid. Like, they embrace the ridiculousness of this character. You have people riding giant seahorses. He wears the yellow and green outfit. 
Mira wears a dress made out of jellyfish. Like, there's so many silly things in it. Mm. They call Orm Ocean Master, which to me, I was like, they called him Ocean Master, <laughs> and it kind of works. And Tina's like, it didn't work. It did I'm like, it works work. on the page. She's like, no, it doesn't work. It does. <laughs> they gave Black Manta, like, two different helmets, and he's, he looks awesome. Um, it's so ridiculous. Like, Dolph Lundgren's in it, and he's kind of great in it. Um... <laughs> Visually, I think it's stunning. I know you had some issues with the CGI um, and the look of it in terms of it being very... I know we're getting, getting closer. But I actually think as far as... like, This has never been done before. We have never seen a live-action film set underwater. And I think considering this is the first time and considering DC's track record, visually they kind of did a pretty good job. There's some issues with the CGI. I had some issues with some of it as well. Um, and I know you're going to start uh, crapping on this film soon. But for the most part, I, I really enjoyed it. My biggest two issues, aside from how silly it, it can get, although I do like the silliness, too long. Far too long. Two and a half hours is too long for an Aquaman film. But it felt like they were like, we might only get one shot at this, let's put every villain yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's three villains in it. Um, although, they do all get equal time, which I thought was pretty good. Um, so, too long. Pacing is off, as with all DC films, the same way Man of Steel's pacing is off, the same way... Suicide Squad and, Just- and Justice League and Batman for Superman pacing is a little bit off. Pacing's off. Um, and thirdly, weird music cues. A lot of music cues and a lot of weird ones. Like when Manta's putting his helmet together, it's like some weird like urban love song. <laughs> Made no sense. Also, Pitbull covers Africa by Toto. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, it's Why? bad. What the hell? It's bad. It was, I think it's because like, when they're going to the desert, that's when they play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, why? Why is this in it? Yeah. Those are my biggest complaints. I, it's for me. It's like BBS, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Justice League. Maybe Aquaman's as good as Justice League for me, and then Suicide Squad way down the bottom. There's still most of the films to, for me personally are better than this film. It's not a bad film. I just think the other films are better. Tina, bring the wrath of the seven Zs. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, the woo. Remember how we were talking yes, about it? Yeah. I was like, they'll, it'll make fucking shit. I was like, I was like, they'll in the movies, it'll no. work. It doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> no, nope, doesn't work. It doesn't work. They should have taken weird, that out. Weird, awkward silence. <laughs> and Nobody like, cares. And okay. Do you remember what? Do you remember what it was? Their tridents clash. Yes. And everyone yes. cheered. I'm like, why? <laughs> yes. Oh no, I know. I know. Was that during some sort of like battle yeah. that wasn't yeah. even important uh, and could have been cut from the movie? No, you need that. I think you do need that. Well, like, it didn't need to be that long. Because you need to... The problem is the film itself is too long. Like, it's you, too long. It's so long. Like, I was sitting there and I was busting to go to the mm. toilet. And I go to the toilet, like, the second before a movie starts. Always. Every single time. And I was sitting there and I was just like, we haven't even reached the... Th-. I was like, have we reached the third act? Have we... We haven't reached the third act yet. I'm busting! It is. It is, uh, is like, action-packed. There's a lot of action in it. Like, it just there means, is, yeah. Um, I, actually, I know I just told you to say, but I keep remembering things. I would say probably one of the best things about the film, and this is what's been criticised for, is the story of his parents. Like, it opens with the, the parents' oh, story. Oh, I love that. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. And then it becomes j- kind of jarring because then you have to tell his story. And I almost felt like they should have just told... No, I didn't think there was an issue with that. No, no, I think... I love their story. Mm. Like, that to me is so... I, like, I almost cried in the opening... In that opening scene, because it was so beautiful. Mm. And then, like, you kind of jump to Jason Momoa and stuff, and that's when the pacing thing becomes... See, I don't have an issue with the pacing. Mm. When I was watching this movie, I didn't see... I didn't feel an issue with the pacing unless 
you're talking about the fact that it was too long. That was my, that was my, other than the CGI, that mm. was my main issue with well, it. I'm you have, sorry. In the opening half an hour or more, you have the origin story of his parents, his origin story, Black Manta's origin story, Orm and like the other kings yeah. like, meeting. Like, there's well, so then many... there's your issue. That's what I'm saying. Your issue is, why are there that many villains in the movie? Mm. Like, you didn't need to have the whole Black Manta thing. That whole storyline yeah. could have been scrapped. And could have been Absolutely. taken out and was completely unnecessary. And I th- that's why I said it felt like they were like, we got, we got one shot, let's just put everything in there. That's why that's, that's what it felt like. Yeah, like, but when I bake a cake, I don't use everything that's in my pantry, I, do I? I agree. But I think DC obviously have been having some trouble with their movies. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing, I agree with you 100%. Mm. Like, they could have taken that out. But they've had a lot of issues getting their universe started. They keep yeah. tripping and falling. And they're like, Aquaman, my, it's so dumb at my work. But let's just go for it and just put everything in there and hopefully something will stick. And I will say this, again, look, it is, it's definitely too long and they didn't need that second or third villain. Um, but the villains do work. I think Black Manta... Yes, I agree. Black Manta yes. makes sense. All of that looks scenes cool. was really cool. All makes sense. Looks cool. I yeah. love his mask at the end. Yeah. And, um, and the trench. Like a horror film when they showed up. It yes, was so cool. Yes, like, absolutely. So I, I thought everything that was in the movie was really cool. I liked everything that was in the movie. My issues with the movie was that A, it was too long, but yeah, I've already sure. said that. But I just don't like the CGI of Atlantis. Yeah. Because it just doesn't make sense to me. Are we watching Avatar? Is this directed by David Cameron? Like, is that his name, right? The ex-Prime Minister of Britain? No, what's his name? James Cameron. James Cameron, thank you. (laughs) Is it directed by David Cameron? That would have been amazing. I would have been like, wow, XPM pulls one off. (laughs) But, like, it was just so... It was so green screeny. Like, the whole time, I felt like I haven't seen that Oz movie, Oz the Great and Powerful, but I feel like how people felt like when they walked out of that. Mm. Like that whole, oh, it's just, you know, what's his what's his name again? James Franco. Yeah, James Franco in front of a green screen the whole time. I felt like it was just Jason Momoa in front of a green screen. But the I'll whole say time. this, watch any of those DC films and they're all the same. Like if you watch Justice League I know, but because it's underwater yeah, definitely. it's more obvious. But like if you watch Justice League, like that scene where they're fighting Superman, like it's so small. It's like this is the Justice League fighting each other. Why does it feel like they're in a room? Because they are in a room. Like, yeah. Marvel used a lot of CGI as well, but they use their CGI well. They plot it out. They build big sets and then cover, like, do a perimeter of green screen. That's why, like, mm. the battle on Titan, even though it's very clearly in a room, it feels like they're on a planet. For whatever reason, Warner Brothers are very content to shoot very small scenes, then piece them together like a puzzle, and it's just not working for them. Well, I'm just, I didn't like the artist's rendition of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I didn't like. I just. I just didn't like the aesthetic. Mm. I just thought it was too space agey, too jellyfishy. Do you feel like they took like, a cue, a little bit of a cue from Black Panther as well? Because Black Panther was. Like I a... know. I reckon they ripped it directly out of Avatar. Maybe like it look, looks like underwater Avatar. Like in, as, in not so much the look, but if you think about like Black Panther, which is also a very CGI heavy film, and yeah. it has been one of the few Marvel films to be criticized for CGI. It's kind of like this world that you didn't know existed, yes. and it's super technologically yes. advanced. And to me, I'm like Atlantis. I don't know if it is in the comics. And that's where it doesn't I... need to be technologically advanced. It's this ancient civilization. Yes. Like, and that's what I couldn't. 
I couldn't understand. Like, there was this whole part where we went back to how Atlantis fell. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. You know why? Because every DC film has an origin. So, like, here's Krypton. One of my favourite scenes out of all the DC films, to be fair. Um, Here's the origins of Themyscira. In Justice League, here's the history lesson of Steppenwolf and the big battle. Also a very cool scene. But it just feels like because DC is very much... like. Marvel characters are like, they're the everyman. It's a guy who's a scientist, whereas DC is like, it's gods amongst men, and we're all... So they always put this need to do this... But that's not my issue. You keep interrupting me. I know. That's not my issue. My issue is that it was like... We're watching Atlantis, which is supposed to be this ancient Greek mm. land. Yeah. Why the fuck do they have phases and lasers and and magnetized warp shields yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not so, like i like okay even if in the comics it's supposed to be like that it's so jarring they should have it done. doesn't make sense like it's like it's like that whole black panther wakanda mm. you know what's the element called again uh, vibranium vibranium it's supposed it's like that whole vibranium thing but it just was weird because i'm like don't Get it? Maybe it's because they set it up wrong. Mm, they should Whereas, have done Whereas, like, in, in Black Panther, it's been set up in previous movies, mm. and we're already understanding what vibranium is, and yeah. it's explained really well, and how vibranium charges and powers the bracelets, and mm. the, the trains, and the this, yeah. and the that. Whereas this is just kind of like, oh, they just had technological advancement. Yeah. It didn't come from the skies, like mm. how it did in Wakanda. Yeah. They just They just had it. They were just smarter than everybody else. It feels like to me... They well, should... they're so smart. Why the fuck did they drown? It feels to me like they should have done underwater Themyscira. Yes. Like, that would have been... Yes. Like, if you read, like, in the comics, like, especially right, actually right now in the comics, it's really interesting. They actually have Aquaman and Wonder Woman kind of almost courting each other a little bit. Like, it's not so much a romance, but they're the only two people who know what it's like to be from an ancient civilization. Yes. Or what... And, like, it's very cool that they're doing that. Mm. They've never done that before. And it kind of feels like, yeah, they should have embraced more of that. I don't mind the vision they went with, certainly not as much as you do. Um, but I also was kind of like, oh, okay, we're doing... Okay, that's that's kind of cool. Like, that's an interesting take on it. I would have preferred, like, Spartacus or Game of Thrones underwater. That would have been more yes. cool. Um, yes. But um, but I didn't have the issue with it. The, although I didn't like Orm's ship. Like, whenever they went to Orm's ship and it was just, like, bright white light, I'm like, mm. I don't like this. Mm. Like, I would have rather him have, like, a like a old Russian battle sub or something. Yeah. Like, so I definitely. I will say I loved Jason Momoa. Great, so charming, so good, and I loved um, Amber Heard. Yes, so good because I love Mira. Yeah, and she was so good as Mira, and I really liked Nicole Kidman as well. I really She's liked the parents. Really all the acting, yeah. all the acting in it was great. Yeah, I had no issues with the performance, mm. um, except for maybe the guy who played Black Manta's dad. I was kind of like, it's such a small role. I could see why they. Didn't take a like, take a big moment out mm. of it, but I was just kind of like, yeah, like, um, it's not a, it's far from a perfect film, and I remember it's definitely following Spider Verse. I remember going in, I was like, I don't know, man, we just saw Spider Verse, and that was so good. And you're like, don't compare them. I'm like, yeah, but they still are similar genre. Mm. Um, and James Wan being such a great director, I was a little bit disappointed with his execution. But DC have a history of this, or Warner have a history of this, where they. They tamper. I don't think they would have tampered. Like, this is one time I'm like, hey, Warner Brothers, remember all that cutting you do? All that editing you do? Bring some scissors over here, man. Like, mm. Justice League 
at running at two hours and this running two and a half hours makes no sense. Like, there's yeah. way more story for the Justice League than for Aquaman on yeah. its own. Um, but the stuff they did well, I think they did really, really. But well. also, I feel like the storyline was extremely predictable. Like it was literally like. Yeah, it's a king coming back to like it's a. It, no, no, it's not even that. It was literally like I'm going on a quest. I find one clue, and then I find another clue, and then I find the third clue, and then I win. Yeah. It's like like three little bears yeah. type thing. Um, I agree, and I think maybe because... Who does this guy play? Um, he plays the ancient king, I think. Like the king Atlanta, I think. He's, he's a great actor. He's in Creed and also... That he's not in for very long, though. Okay, yeah. Um... But yeah, I think maybe they'll just like it's such a weird character, and we've got so many visual things to do. We need to keep a simple story, which I'm okay with if it's done well. And it's just like I remember this. Actually, I had the same issue with Blade Runner, uh, 2049. Three hour long film, simple, 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 simple story. Like did not need to be three hours long. And same with this one. Like you could have done this for two hours or even under two hours. Mm. Um, but there were some surprises. Like I won't spoil it because Nick hasn't seen it. Um, there are a lot of parts of it that I like. Like when they, fin- I will say that. Like when, I know I've been shitting on it, but when I will they say finish that. with the trench and they go to like the whirlpool and they come out in another place, I won't say more than that. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I can't say it without spoiling for Nick. Yeah. But like, like, it's when before he, when he goes to get the trident. Yes. And he comes. There's a place he comes yes. to, and there are certain things there. I was like, I can't believe we're doing that before Marvel. Like they beat Marvel to this yeah. kind of thing. Uh, that I thought was a cool little surprise. Felt very yeah, unusual, like to see that because I just wasn't expecting it at all. Mm. Um, but I dug it. Um, I will say again, like same thing with most DC films. Final battle, not between him, not between Aquaman and Orm, but underwater. Too much CGI. Mm. Like when we have those, like all the different armies and all the different like fish and. Oh stuff, like, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, mess. Yeah, it was too yeah. much. Like, I liked those crab things. I liked them. I, yeah. I, I liked all the stuff they were doing and. I, I love the vision of it, but it's just so much. Yeah. Uh-huh. So much stuff going on. Like, one thing that I really liked about Justice League um, is that it was just six heroes fighting a bad guy. Like, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't much else going on. And they were mm. all getting a chance to kind of show off their powers and stuff. Whereas this was just like a flurry of CGI. And I thought, again, like, I didn't have the same issue with CGI that you did. But for me, it was just like, there's too much going on. Um, so, yeah, Aquaman. Uh, I also didn't like that pub scene. Like, remember when he goes to the pub and he thinks he's going to have a bar fight? Oh, uh, I actually like, didn't mind that. I thought it was funny, but, like, in a two and a half hour film, like, cut that scene. Yeah. Like, that scene doesn't need to be there. Um, also, Mira kind of got introduced very hurriedly. Yeah, she just, like, arrived. She's like, I've been and looking she was for like, you. It's yeah. Like, oh, do you know who he is? Like, like this do you is, guys well, know each other? Well, they did. They met in, they're in Justice League together as well. Like, she's in Justice League very briefly. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember um, During that. the fight in Atlantis. But, um... Um... But, yeah, I would, Like, she's probably... The second best female character they've put in that universe after Wonder Woman. I would say it goes Wonder Woman, Mira, Harley, probably. Yeah. Like, they're probably like, the three, like, kind of keystone female characters. But it feels like Mira really deserved a better intro. Yeah, I think so. But once she gets going... Oh, correct. shoot. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah, absolutely. She's kind of rushed into the film. Um, so how many... Um, Tridents? Sure. How many... Shit. 
Mexican waves, underwater Mexican waves. Yeah, how many terrible Mexican waves underwater do you give it? <sighs> I'm giving it a very generous seven. I'm giving it seven too. I think it's it's. I think it's a lot of fun, um, but it is slow. Like you could definitely cut through. Some, you could definitely fast forward through some stuff. Yeah. Um, but when it works, it really works for me. And I think considering how dumb that character is. Um, they managed to pull off a pretty entertaining film. Um, and they're going to get a sequel now. Like, it's made... It's the highest-grossing DCEU film in Chasing Dark Knight, so they're definitely going to get a sequel out of it. So, mm. hopefully... And also, the post credit sequence is a waste of time. They did a post credit sequence and it was... I don't remember it. Oh, it was so dumb. Like, it was just... Um, you know, I'm going to spoil it, because it does not matter. It's not going to spoil anything. Um, Black Manta gets rescued by someone. Oh, yeah. And it's like, cool, if we hadn't have seen Black Manta throughout this entire film, mm. that would have been a cool setup. Mm. But we've seen him throughout this entire movie. Yeah. So we, what are you doing? Um, so I don't know. Uh, next for DC is Shazam. Which I'm really Which looking... does look really good. It looks really fun. Yeah. We've got Shazam coming, and then we've got, um, Joker. Oh, ah. yeah. 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 Same With Phoenix, clips, yeah. Mm. Birds of Prey is shooting at the moment. We're about to start shooting. Heart, uh, and then what's the other one that's coming? Wonder Woman 2. Have they confirmed the loss of Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck? Nothing. That... Oh, actually, I do have this. Uh, they did announce the other day that um, Batman is going to start shooting in November. They haven't confirmed who's playing Batman, but it will start shooting in November. So I imagine we're going to hear something pretty soon. And is that this. Batman set in this specific universe. They haven't really confirmed with because I think they're going for a more standalone vibe. Like Aquaman, they do reference Justice League, but very, very briefly. Yeah. So I feel like they're gonna kinda of loosely tie them the way the early Marvel films were. I think that's the way to do it. Like this and then they might do a team up film later. Yeah. Um Cavill, it still hasn't been confirmed whether he's leaving or not, but it sounds like something got released and it sounded like um it was kind of Cavill's agent's fault. Like Cavill loves playing Superman. But then he did Mission Impossible and was kind of getting popularity and blowing up. So his agent was like, we should negotiate for more money. Like, we should do that. Like, now you're in demand. We should yeah. negotiate for more money. And Warner Bros. were like, well, no. No, we're not going to pay any more money. Like, every film has been in it hasn't made that much money. Like, Justice League kind of flopped. Batman vs Superman, which received poorly. Man of Steel wasn't, you know, didn't do very well. We can just make other movies. So yeah. if you want to push more money, then we'll just make a Superman movie. And his agent, instead of being like, okay... Okay, that's fine. Doubled down and was like, they're just, it's just negotiation <laughs> tactics. And one was like, that's cool. We've got so many characters, don't worry about it. And just started announcing all those other films. Yeah. But I think he wants to do it. I think Warner Bros. play do want him to play Superman, so it's just a matter of when. Mm. Um, I was going to talk about Wreck It Ralph, but I feel like we should probably get into our lists. Yeah. Because, um, I think so. So we talk about uh, Wreck It Ralph next time, and I'll talk about Gotham next time as well, because that came back this week. All right, guys, we're going to cut it right there. That's kind of the halfway mark ish. Um, we've just talked all about uh, our news and reviews, we've done our games, um, so the next part is only going to be about 2018. It's our top 5 least favourite films, or most disappointing films, and our top 10 favourite films of the year. Uh, we had a blast with this part of the show, um, I know Nick and Tina enjoyed it quite a bit, and I obviously had a lot of fun doing it, because I can't shut up about the movies I saw. Um, we spent a long time talking about what disappointed us, um, so much so that we had to kind of rush through the first half of our top 10 because we were going on for over three hours, um, and it was almost 10 o'clock by the time we finished, so we had to wrap it up. 
Uh, but it's good fun. Um, you don't have to wait for this part. I'm going to drop it the exact same time as part one. So as soon as you're done with this part, you can jump straight on over to part two and finish up our rap extravaganza. Probably not the title of the episode because that's a lot of words or letters. Um, that's it for this first part. Jump on over now, have fun, and we'll see you soon.